0: My name is Kim Zee Leung. I'm 33 years old. I live in Waialua, Hawaii, and I am a fashion designer. I own a swimwear company.
1: My name is Albert Trong. I'm 35 years old. I live in Waialua, Hawaii, and I am a project estimator for a commercial plumbing and the HVC subcontractor.
0: Albert and I have been together for over 10 years now.
1: Kim Zee and I were dating for eight years before we got married, and we've been married for about two years.
0: If I had to describe our love story, I would describe it as a rainbow. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. dating life before i met albert well i met albert when i was 17 so i wasn't dating i was still in high school i was like well, good daughter you know not gonna have a boyfriend until college so i wasn't really you know dating anyone or anything i was just you know crushing on boys
1: <laughs> before i met kim Z, I was dating here and there but nothing serious just started off college trying to be more involved and and social and clubs and and everything but nothing too serious so when I met Kimsey for the first time, she was visiting California with her cousin since her aunt and uncle are really good friends with my parents. And so when she visited, I just met her as basically a friend's relative and she's very spunky and loved the fact that I surfed and took photography. I didn't really think anything of it at first since her cousin was very uh, adamant about telling me not to either pursue Kimsey. She told me to basically stay away. And so I was like, oh, she's just a friend. And throughout that time when we first met, we just kind of kept in touch.
0: So when I first met Albert, I was drawn to how like comfortable he was with himself because you know in high school like everyone's kind of like you know insecure and like a little shy and stuff albert was like super like comfortable he was like singing and dancing in the car like just like joking around i thought he was like super funny and witty and i was like totally crushing on him
1: a few years later kim Z was actually visiting california with her girlfriends and she wanted to introduce me to her single friends at the time, and so when we met up for lunch, we didn't realize it, but the whole time we were just catching up, and then there was some interest at that point, and then after that, the wonderful world of AOL Instant Messenger uh, kicked in, and so we started talking after that, and that's what grew my interest to try to randomly see her online.
0: Last time I saw Albert, I was 17, so I was 23, and I had just gotten out of a relationship, so I wasn't looking to date or anything but I was visiting California with some of my girlfriends and I had two single girlfriends and I was like, oh, I know an awesome guy. Like he's one of my favorite people. He's super funny, you know, he's cute and tall. Like he's like awesome, like super nice. So i want to invite him to have lunch with us, like with a group of friends. I didn't realize at the time, but when Albert came to lunch, we just kept talking, like we couldn't stop like catching up. And I didn't think anything of it at the time, but afterwards when I asked my girlfriends, oh, like, so what did you think of Albert? And they were like, oh, it kind of seemed like you guys hit it off. And I was like, what? No. But then I guess that kind of like got in my head a little. And so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just log on to AIM. You know, I haven't logged on in like years, but, you know, just let's just log on. And then lo and behold, you know, Albert was signed on, too. And so we just kind of started talking and never stopped. (laughs) So Albert and I have been talking for a month or two and just like, you know, Skyping, late night calls. I was in China, so we had to talk in like weird hours of the day because of the time difference. But finally, like after a month of being in China, I was coming back to Texas and I had a one night layover in L.A. and Albert surprised me and took me out for sushi and a little hangout at the beach at night. It was really nice.
1: I wasn't planning on kissing Kim that night, but the night set the tone for the mood, and the mood just kind of uh, went with it, I guess. I wasn't really thinking, I just kind of was going off pure emotion at that time, and it's all really a blur, but it was very nice.
0: So the first kiss was our first date, and I was actually really nervous and shy, and I almost, like, I knew he wanted, I knew he was trying to, like, at the beach at night, and I was like, i don't know but then you know it was just the right mood and couldn't stop what was going to happen because it was going to (laughs) happen
1: because i was irresistible you forgot to say that kimsey another pivotal moment that happened in our relationship happened a week after the first date it was around my birthday and she asked me what i wanted for my birthday and at the time i had a plan to go to my sister's wedding in maui hawaii and i randomly asked kimsey not thinking she would say yes, but I asked if she would like to meet me in Hawaii after my sister's wedding, and she fortunately said yes, so that's a very important trip we had.
0: When Albert's birthday came around, we were probably on Skype, and I knew he was going to Maui for his sister's wedding, and I really wanted him to ask me to go, so, you know, I just like, oh, like, I was trying to manifest, like, okay, like, so what do you want for your birthday? And I was hoping he would ask me, and he did. So I met him in Maui a week after our first date, and it was after his sister's wedding. So it was just me and him got to hang out, and it was really magical.
1: It took me a while before I knew Kimsey was the one. It's not based on one specific moment, but multiple events or multiple instances, multiple moments that built to realizing that I loved Kimsey. So there wasn't one specific one. It's just a culmination of many different little things here or things that make me smile there. Little quirks that Kimsey had that made me love her more and more.
0: I actually knew that I was in love with Albert on our first Hawaii trip, which was a week after our first date. But we were already talking for a while, and I already knew him for a while. And, like, I never felt that happy before until I was with him in Hawaii. You know, I was like, oh, like, wow, this is what a relationship should be compared to, like, all my previous relationships. So from early on, I already knew he was the one like if if he like asked hey like let's get married in hawaii like right then like i probably would have been have like you know let's elope and but i mean that's just all like crazy talk but i probably would have because i was like already crazy about him which i got really like i was like patient at first and then i got a little like impatient a little frustrated and then i was getting like annoyed that he was taking forever to figure out if he like loved me or not
1: it took me a long time to tell kimzia i loved her based off what i mentioned before about not that I wasn't sure, but I knew the feeling was there. It's just I didn't express it as much, I guess verbally. I would show it more, but I never would really say it. So it was one of those moments where I felt like I should say it, or I knew I felt like I should say it. And I think there was some pressure from Kim Z. It
0: was a year! It took a year. That's a long time. You're lucky I'm a patient girl.
1: When I first said I love you to Kim Z, it happened after a surprise birthday party she threw for me. Obviously, Kimzy knew the greatest times I have are with people and with my friends and family. And so she surprised me with, obviously, a party with friends and family. And and it was such a good time and I was really appreciative of all the work she did and how much love she showed me. And so after everyone left and that night, I, I told her I loved her.
0: So my love language's words are at the bottom. So when he finally said "I love you," I was almost kind of like grumpy about it. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, finally! Like, it, took, it only took me like to you know plan a surprise birthday and have people fly in for you to finally realize that you love me." But it's like, yeah, that's
1: right, you do love me. When I proposed to Kimsey, it was about uh, five years into our relationship. I had it all planned out. I bought the ring. I I knew. She loved full moons, or moons, and the stars and everything, so I planned it when there was a supermoon this one month in July, and then I had a dinner and movie planned, but at the time we, we just moved into a warehouse and all our stuff was everywhere, and so we went to go see the movie, it happened to be Terminator, best romantic movie you can watch, and then afterwards, I wanted to take her to see the moon. Uh, so the movie ended. I, I wanted to take her to this viewing spot, but uh, she wanted to go back and unpack. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push this. So unless she'll get like, she'll catch on. So I was like, okay, I'll just propose when we're walking from our car, and the moon will be out and be, it'll be great. And so as soon as we parked, we were started walking. I was looking for this moon, this great big moon. It was nowhere to be found because it was behind a cloud. And so I was like, all right, great. So we continued to go unpack. And then in the middle of the night, maybe two in the morning, there was some good down lighting in our warehouse. And it was just us. And we just found a moment. And I just proposed there because I knew that was the right time.
0: And so we got to the warehouse. And for some reason, we couldn't figure out how to turn the lights on. So we only had like this one little light, like down, like in this little lower room. We were in like the main part of the warehouse, like surrounded by boxes. And then Albert was like, oh, I know this isn't what you had in mind or this isn't what you had planned. And in my head, I was like, yeah, like moving into a warehouse is kind of weird. Yeah, it's not like a house or an apartment. And then like I realized like he's down on a knee and like he's saying all this stuff to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is he proposing? Like I like try to step back, but I can't because I'm like surrounded by boxes. And I'm like, what is happening? And it's like two in the morning. So I'm like a little delusional, like super tired from moving. And I'm just like, what's happening? Like I did not see this coming at all. Like I wasn't even thinking about like marriage for like years. Like in my head, I'm like, I don't know. I was like thinking I was young. So, but I was like, oh my gosh. Like I quickly like processed as like fast as I could. I was like, "Well, I love him. I obviously I want to be with him for the rest of my life." So I'm like, I kind of said yes or I said something and Albert's like, "Is that a yes?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> So, I never really dreamt about my wedding, but from going to so many weddings in the past, I realized my favorite ones were the small ones. And so, I just knew I wanted to make my wedding as small as possible, which is really challenging because traditionally, um, a Vietnamese-American wedding is like 500 plus, especially if you're like from Houston. So, I was like, okay, we're going to do a destination wedding. We're going to pick a place that's like as far as possible because that means less people will come and, you know, it'll be a smaller wedding, like, you know, the what I want. It was so hard to pick a place because there's so many amazing places out there. And Albert one time just threw out like, hey, what about Morocco? Like, we've never been there. Like, you know, it's like on our bucket list. I'm like, oh, like, really? Yeah. So we found this awesome venue that was a glamping safari kind of deal. And we had the ceremony out in the desert and it was just like 29 of our closest friends and family. And It was really magical. We had like at night for our first dance like we danced around like a thousand candles lit in the desert. It was just really great just like a great evening with our friends out in a magical place.
1: I remember a few moments where when we're having dinner off in the distance you could see a thunderstorm happening like rolling through the desert. That was really like a kind of odd but special moment too because it was just random and that was a key moment I remember and and dancing the night away to a lot of Rihanna.
0: Don't forget the camels. We had camels.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, we had camels. I think at one point when we were trying to figure out the budget for the wedding, I had to draw the line at having a falcon (laughs) fly off during the actual ring portion of the ceremony.
0: So I had my dream wedding in Morocco. But we still had our, the traditional Vietnamese American wedding in Houston, ended up being about 430 people. It was extremely stressful. I think that's the most stress I've ever experienced in my life. But it was really awesome. You know, it was, I wanted a boho kind of jungle theme. So I had just a bunch of greenery, like tropical greenery, like foliage, just no flowers. So it was like all the colors are just white and green. and. You know, luckily, Albert and I are from different states. Albert's from California, I'm from Texas, or else it would have been like a ginormous wedding because both our families are like influential in the Vietnamese community. And yeah, so once that was done, I was like, oh, thank God, we're done. We're done with weddings.
1: <laughs> For Kimsey and I's honeymoon, we had a plan to go to New Zealand, but we were gonna take that uh, a few months later, but then life happened and then the pandemic happened. So we didn't get to go to New Zealand. Kimsey and I still are planning on going to New Zealand once I guess New Zealand's locked down. They're not letting anyone in or out, as far as I know. We're still hoping for when it this all passes and New Zealand welcomes visitors that we can go travel there. What I love most about Kimsey is. All the the small things that I, I referenced before of how I said I came to say I love you too to Kimsey. Like she always has a positive outlook on things, and when she really devotes herself to what she really loves, it's like a hundred and ten percent. And that goes into our relationship as well. Like if she watches a TV show, she'll binge and watch all forty-eight episodes and three nights or however long it takes but it kind of reflects on like working on our relationship she doesn't like to go to sleep angry or be upset at each other and so all these little things and all these little quirks that she has where she gets scared at spiders or she'll laugh at random is why i love Kimsey.
0: what i love most about albert is just how happy he makes me but just for being an amazing person, he's super kind, super loyal to all his like friends and family. But his outlook in life, he has this sense of humor and he's really witty. He just makes everything so easy, so fun. Like life is just with Albert. Like I feel like I don't have to worry about anything. Like everything's going to be okay because we're together.
1: Uh, looking forward to a life with Kim Z, I see many more adventures, whether it be family or trips or just great memories and moments with her. And, and whenever I think about it, I can't see her not being involved or not being with me. And if she's not by my side, I see myself chasing after her because she's going to enjoy her life with or without me. So I better keep up and, and enjoy it as well with her. And so that's what I look forward to?
0: I look forward to all the surprises and, you know, new memories that we're going to have together in our future. I feel like, you know, life is always exciting with him and it's just one thing after another. You know, I don't necessarily, like, plan for, like, anything particular. Like, we're going to be in this neighborhood and have a house or we're going to have a baby and, you know, a dog and all that. It's just, I'm just excited to see where life takes us and It's just always one adventure to another. Thanks for listening to Our Love Story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of Our Love Story, follow us on Spotify. And check out other Parcast Originals, all available on Spotify. Our Love Story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen, sound designed by Kristin Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristin Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigvidotter.